Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I'm so excited about today's episode. I definitely say that at the start of every single podcast I do, but it's because it's true. (laughs) So today's episode is with uh, my friend Charlotte Garner. She is a production assistant in London as well as a photography assistant and a photographer herself. She happened to go to the same university as me but finished a few years later. So um, we know each other through that. And we have a really cool chat today all about being a production assistant, being a photo assistant, how to get into assisting, how to get into production, um, how to balance photography with being an assistant, um, how to get into the business, like loads and loads of stuff, which is really helpful and something that I definitely get asked about a lot, which I personally don't have any experience in because I've never done it. So it's great to have Charlotte on the podcast talking about this entire side of a business that I don't know about myself. Um, one little note, halfway through, my dog Milo insisted on going outside on the balcony and I am hoping that it's not too loud. <laughs> so if you hear a little bit of scuffling along in the background, that is why. I hope it's not too annoying, but yeah, hopefully it will be okay. All right, I'm going to jump into the interview and I'll see you on the other side. Hey Charlotte, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for being here. No worries. Thank you for having me. Great. So to start off, can you tell everyone about yourself, please? Yeah, so I'm Charlotte Garner. I'm 24 years old and I currently live in London. Um, I've lived in London for about three years now since I graduated at Falmouth as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so just I'm freelance at the moment. Um, So yeah, just dabbling in production assisting, photo assisting, trying to do my own work as well um kind of a big mixture of different things really um but yeah so cool and how did you get into fashion photography because you studied the same degree as me in Falmouth didn't you yeah I did yeah so actually I kind of stumbled in photography I originally did um my art GCSE Mm -hmm. and um my art teacher actually said oh you're not very good at drawing and I was like great <laughs> I'm doing this art GCSE he was like how about try photography and at the time there wasn't like a photography uh, course or anything to do for GCSE mm-hmm. um, so my mum and dad bought me uh, just a, a basic Nikon D60 I think it was at the time mm-hmm. um, and I just yeah just got really inspired I did mainly stuff to do with David Hockney because I love David Hockney and mm-hmm. um, so I did kind of little imitating uh, versions of what he uh, does uh, for my GCSE and then went on to college to study photography um, again it wasn't really anything fashion wise um, just more photographing subjects but Mm -hmm. I loved fashion because I studied uh, textiles as well Mm -hmm. um and yeah it just kind of never it never really came to me that I was doing fashion photography I kind of just started taking photos of people Mm -hmm. taking photos of friends in clothes um and then and then yeah I then I did my art and foundation course and I think that really um built on my fashion photography I started reading more like fashion magazines I hadn't 
like kind of looked at fashion magazines before. Um, I think it was just because it was so much so experimental and mm-hmm. they were so free with what you want to do. Um, and that's when I started building more of a fashion and photography portfolio. And then when I was looking at Falmouth and they did fashion photography straight, I think that was just kind of the dream match, really, because yeah. I knew I loved photographing um, people and fashion. It was a uh, quite a big core um, since studying textiles and things. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of that's how I kind of got into it. It was different, a backwards route. <laughs> no. Um, but no, um, yeah, I yeah, I just loved, I loved Falmouth. I, I really love Falmouth. And obviously you went there as well. Yeah. And yeah, it was just an amazing place to study. And I'm so glad they did fashion photography. Oh yeah, I know. It's an amazing place to have done the course. Um, yeah. So how, you work in production now mainly. Mm-hmm. So can you explain to everyone what that involves? Because I'm sure there are people listening who are like, what does a production team actually do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the time when I, well, when I was at uni, I knew I loved the producing side. I loved taking photos, but I loved the getting a team together and um, seeing everything happen uh, mm-hmm. from like the production side. So when I was at uni, I was very naive. I was like, oh, definitely want to go into production. <laughs> and then when I actually got into it, there's so many more layers than mm. you'd ever think of. Um, but I got into it, so basically, I studied at Big Sky, um, not studied, I started working at Big Sky Studios. Yeah. And that was amazing time to uh, get into the industry because mm-hmm. uh, I made so many contacts and I really pushed for getting contacts into production because I knew that was a, definitely an area that I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so when I got into production, it's, it's hard to kind of describe um so basically like you uh you're basically starting a whole I can't even describe it now (laughs) uh you know when you're just like starting I know and trying to describe your own job it's really difficult sometimes like what do I actually do (laughs) yeah there's just so many layers of it that it's very complex but basically you a production company gets a job in and you start prepping for that job. So before the budgets and things get signed off, you start thinking of a team. So you maybe the client already has a photographer in mind. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes your life a little bit easier. So the photographer might work with regular um, hair and makeup artists that mm-hmm. they've used before and they prefer to use. Um, and then you start building a team like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's starting to look at locations. So whether it's in studio or on location, mm-hmm. if it's in studio, um, a lot of production companies, because obviously in London, there's so many studios, they yeah. have the best kind of ones that fit the brief. Yeah. Um, so that makes your life a little bit easier. If it's on location, obviously, it, there's a lot more things you have to think about um yeah. obviously for the the landscape on how they want it to look um but also there's permits and um location vans and just loads of little things that you wouldn't have thought about it doing mm-hmm. uh, especially me at the time when I was at uni I was like oh it's so easy you know booking a location because I was flagging the student card kind of thing yeah. but now it's like there's a lot of things, lot of tick, kind of lot of tick lists that you have to properly go through and make sure that you've got the right permits, especially in London. Um, 
and yeah just making sure that everything will work for when the shoot actually happens because you don't want any hiccups when you're on the shoot obviously things happen um but that's a given um but yeah so yeah that's kind of the Mm -hmm. way it works yeah I mean and then there's the obviously on the set um and making sure everything is running smoothly everyone's arriving on time and making sure everyone's well catered for um and then the post the shoot is just kind of getting everyone's invoices in making sure um everything's being paid for and yeah and then seeing the images actually come out which is the most exciting part I think because there's all that hard work especially building up to the shoot and the shoot itself um but then seeing it come out and how like amazing it looks I think that gives you a bit of like gratification that Mm -hmm. you're like great you know that went amazingly and and you pick up things for the next um shoot that you do that you might have not done before Mm -hmm. I think yeah I just think different companies work in different ways and I think that's a good thing I'm glad I'm being freelance because I get to look on how different companies do it that's one of my questions actually like so you are freelance you don't work with one company no I don't yeah I freelance um so there's a few different companies I work for uh, mainly Mm -hmm. um, which helps because so many people do it differently like for example with call sheets everyone has a different kind of how they lay out call sheets yeah which can kind of be quite confusing but if you work for similar um companies then you kind of get into the rhythm of it when you're back with them, mm-hmm. um, which helps. And also, yeah, it's just, I just love being freelance. Like, I just think it's... So how did how do a... you get, how did you get involved with these companies to start with? Like, did mm. you assist them to start with? Or did you send in your CV or just rock up and be like, hey, I want to <laughs> help? Like, how did you get involved? Um, it was a mixture of things, actually. The main thing for me um, was Big Sky Studios. So yeah. when I was at Big Sky... Um, I networked like crazy. Um, I gave out my business cards to different production companies um, because I knew that was kind of the foot for me to get into the industry after Big Sky. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so I gave out my business cards to a couple of people, um, production companies that I liked. At the time, freelance definitely wasn't a thing that I ever thought about doing, especially Mm -hmm. in London, because I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got rent to pay. Um, how, How does anyone yeah be freelance in London basically um but yeah so I was actually looking for full-time roles when I was networking um and then and then yeah then I just I got a um a job offer come through um after I left uh for Padbury Productions which is for Tim Walker and um that was just like freelance role um for being PA and I was like oh this is a really great opportunity because I've loved Tim Walker's work I love the team Mm -hmm. um and I was like oh maybe freelance might be for me and that's I just took I literally just jumped into it basically I was like I kind of take opportunities when they come. I'm quite open to stuff like that. I was like, you know, if any, if it fails, then I'll just move back to Leicester and then start again. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into freelance. And then from working with different uh, companies that I networked at Big Sky, I then started building on like different, uh, like different um, contacts mm-hmm. of the PAs that I worked with as well. They were like, oh, we, we work for this company or we work for this company. And that's when 
I started sending in my CVs to other companies having had the names that I've worked with on production yeah. already. I think that helps um, that they know that you know how to run a set. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think Big Sky helped massively because studio assisting and production assisting are quite similarly linked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think um, a studio role is definitely uh, way forward, especially if you're trying to get into production anyway. Cause, yeah. I mean, you meet so many people and that's where I, that's what I, how I started. Yeah, because that's one of my questions as well is like, how can people mm. actually get into this? If they're, if they're hearing you and thinking, oh my God, her job sounds so cool because I'm actually, I prefer the planning side of things. Yeah. How can they actually get into production? Um, so, I mean, what from like not doing the studio part to kind of get into production or... I guess so. Like if yeah. they've, let's say someone is listening and they've been shooting or they're at university right now and they're, they've, they, you know, they're finishing their degree and they're thinking that they want to go in to working in fashion, but production might not have been something they considered because I don't think it's actually talked about. Mm. Like there are so many jobs within the fashion industry as a whole that people don't know about. Yeah, so, that's so true. Like how yeah. could people get started? I mean, luckily, like with Instagram, everyone's kind of tagged and a lot of uh, the big brands and things like that they post who the production mm-hmm. have been on the shoot yeah and I think that's a good way to start so you start seeing who has produced what and also just searching kind of like mm. fashion production companies they all kind of list up um, and just contacting them and being completely honest I think like yeah. say that you are really um, open to learn um, and that you just want to see how things work and because it's like a it's I think you just learn on the job yeah. um, so I it's going in and interning basically isn't it yeah yeah definitely and a lot of companies are so um, great in London that they actually pay their interns which sometimes you don't really hear especially in the fashion industry but production wise that is that is something that That's they great. do do because of the long hours and just I think just as a general thing mm. over the, across the board that's what I've seen anyway for interns um but it's a great place to learn especially if you want to get into the industry cool. I mean I've been doing it for two years now um freelance wise and the the amount of things that I've learned um that I never knew before is just <laughs> yeah just eye-opening really yeah <laughs> like just the how it actually all comes together I yeah. think I feel like I need to, we need to touch on like, you just mentioned the long hours. One thing yeah. I know, because I've never worked and like, I've never assisted, I've never done any studio production mm. stuff. Um, I've heard from friends that the hours are grueling and the work can be very hard. So I feel yeah. like I just need to put like a little, you know, side note, just be warned. Yeah. Can you talk I mean, about that for a minute? Yeah, I mean, at Big Sky Studios, I was full-time, so actually our hours are regulated. So mm-hmm. we were only meant to work eight till six. Obviously, on some shoots, they kind of keep us there and we get overtime and things like that. So at the start, I was like, oh, my gosh, these long hours, like, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that was the kind of first job out of uni. Then I came into freelance, and boy, was I wrong. Because <laughs> the hours are, yeah, some of the shoots are pretty crazy. But the time does go by really quick. I mean... Last week, um, I was on a shoot for 26 hours. Um, which How does was... that even work? <laughs> I know. It was something else. It really was. Um, it was It was a first for me. I've never done a shoot for 26 hours. But, um, yeah, it was just 
kind of the setting up, waiting for talent, and then the talent being in hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we started shooting, it was about half 11. And then for it to start, and we had about eight shots. So, so yeah, wow. it was it was something else. Did but, you sleep? Um, we did. We uh, to be fair, the producer, um, she was really lovely. She was like, everyone take naps. But I thought, actually, if I take a nap right now, I'll, I won't be able to wake up. Because <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night, I was like, I'll probably fall asleep and I'll be more groggy than I would be if yeah. I just carried on. And I think because all of us, uh, there was four PAs and uh, we were just all in it together. So we were just like, and there wasn't, I mean, we were just waiting around most of the time, mm -hmm. waiting for talent to get ready and just doing bits and bobs, making sure everything's okay. So yeah. it wasn't... And it's not like, always like that. Yeah, no, it's not always like that. That was just a memorable moment um, <laughs> <laughs> since doing it. But no, I mean, I've been on such a mixture of sets. And I mean, yeah, seven times out of 10, they are very long hours. Mm -hmm. But it kind of goes by so quickly. And the teams are so lovely and... Yeah, I just think you get the adrenaline because you're watching how everything happens. I was going to anyway. say, it must be so interesting being able to watch all these different shoots go on and all these different photographers and the way they shoot yeah. and all that and stuff. And you get so inspired mm. and yeah, you might be there for 15 hours, but <laughs> it, I don't, it doesn't sound as bad as you when you actually get on there because yeah, like I said, like the team of PAs um, and the production teams anyway you just all kind of, you're a team. So it's like, you know, you just want to mm -hmm. get it right and see how everything kind of happens. So yeah, yeah it's long, but it's, it's, it's worth it when you see the images, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even from a PA point of view, because I'm not full time as a production, but I just get excited when I see the images. I'm like, oh, I was part of that. Even though I might have been, you know, the lowest person on that team, mm -hmm. but it's still, you're still like yeah excited and yeah it's it's, it's cool worth it <laughs> and how do you because you still shoot your own work you're still working as yeah. a fashion photographer as well mm -hmm. how do you balance all this with shooting your own work um I think it helps being freelance 100 mm -hmm. percent um so I mean I never know what my weeks are going to be like on weekly basis really mm -hmm. um new things come up all the time and you're optioned and you then sometimes it cancels and it's all a bit of a flow. So I try and pencil things, especially test wise, I try and pencil them in my diary as far in advance as I can. And mm -hmm. if a job comes up, especially if it's just a day job or um, a two day thing, maybe I kind of try and prioritize my work a little bit as long as I've been busy mm -hmm. <laughs> that month mine, because I do still need to earn money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think test wise, I do try and kind of try and pencil them in and make sure I can do it, um, but it is quite difficult, especially when a big job comes in because you're like, oh, damn, I kind of need that job. Mm -hmm. um, so I try, I mean, the teams that I use, they know they're, they're in the exact same boat with being freelance. So we try and, yeah, just try and shoot as much as I can, really. Mm -hmm. It is still difficult, especially test-wise. I mean, I haven't really done many um, money job wise for photography yet just because I've been so focused in production yeah. um but yeah test wise I try and do as much as I can I mean I do find it difficult because with time retouching as well after as well yeah. I'm trying to catch up on it whereas trying to work as well so it is quite difficult but also it does help being freelance yeah. um 
because if you have a week off you can yeah you can plan quite a few shoots and I shoot yeah. a lot in my apartment so great it's yeah it's it's good being freelance I think mm-hmm. it helps <laughs> cool and then so as well as producing and shooting mm-hmm. you also assist yourself a little bit mm-hmm. um can you speak about that and what that involves because I know that a lot of potential fashion photographers or people who are listening might be thinking of going down the assisting route yeah definitely I mean I need to do more assisting hands down like this year is my year to kind of push more into photo assisting than production because Mm -hmm. I do want to be a photographer and I do believe that doing photo assisting does build you up more um into becoming you know uh more I don't know I just feel technical wise as a photographer I think it's a good way to go into um building contacts that way especially if you want to be a photographer Mm -hmm. um so for the last three years I've assisted a girl called Ruth Rose and her photography I've always loved and um it's such an honor to assist her because I've loved her work all through uni and um yeah now we're kind of friends and it's mm. I don't know it's just lovely assisting someone you really love their work on yeah. um and so yeah I mean she's the only person really that I photo assist um but I do really want to push more into photo assisting and he, I think it's just the scare of it's such a male dominated industry it is okay we well, have to talk about that that yeah. must be really hard it is especially going on bigger sets and I mean don't get me wrong there are some um women photo assistants and I don't yeah. want to offend anyone because there is there are amazing women photo assistants but a good eight out of ten of the times on set it is male do we know why because I'm very passionate about this topic of like I mean, the imbalance between men and women in the photography industry I, I from your point why. of view yeah but I think maybe I mean maybe people are feeling the same as me maybe being feeling a bit intimidated mm. and going into a male dominated set because of the guys I mean don't get me wrong like the guy photo assistants are amazing and they are so hard working and yeah they totally deserve to of course have yeah. that role of course and like the friends that I know who are photo assisting they always are like no just jump into it like just do it like don't think of it as a as a, a male female divide kind of thing mm-hmm. and sometimes I do think oh it's kind of easy for you to say kind of thing do you know yeah. what I mean um but I don't know why I don't I've not ever seen like oh we want to just hire uh, male photo assistants I know um some photographers do prefer that if it's like the big heavy kind of lights and things like that but sometimes they're a bit like oh you know kind of women can do the same and I've had it at work even with production um, not with production companies but photo assistants when I'm trying to help them unload they're like oh that's a bit heavy for you and I'm mm. like I'm okay like sometimes obviously it can be quite heavy and I'm like oh I don't need to help but um you know I just I, I don't know it's kind of a a hard one because yeah. I am friends with all these people but at the same time I do feel really intimidated and even trying to get into um photo assisting these big names um that's why I'm trying to go into like the mm-hmm. entry level maybe and just trying yeah, to build sure. myself up but a lot of my yeah a lot of the male photo assistants that I'm friends with are like no just just go in it just mm-hmm. go straight for it and how do you afraid. get jobs with photographers as an assistant because I know that's something that people are just like I don't even know where to start yeah, I mean, I just send out so many emails, basically. 
I just send my CV. I just give a kind of a blurb on what what I've done before. And, and that's direct to the photographer? Yeah, direct mm-hmm. to the photographer. Um, but also, if you're looking for the more higher-up um, mm-hmm. photographers, um, it's their first assistant that you'd yeah. need to contact because most of the time, um, the bigger photographers have... Um, first assistants full-time yeah uh, for example David Sims has his phone first mm-hmm. assistant um Tim Walker who I uh, production assist quite a lot for he has um full-time first and second mm-hmm. um so yeah it's those people that you obviously need to contact because you won't really find yeah. um their emails the and what are the emails. differences between being a first assistant and a second assistant because some people might not know that mm, a first assistant you're basically on hands but everything really mm-hmm. you're um helping them with lights you're helping them like adjust little things on set but you're their right hand yeah. woman man basically um and then a second assistant it varies really you're you see I don't really know too much mm-hmm. you know because I haven't really done it firsthand but looking out looking at it from a production side um you're you're helping with lights mainly more as a uh, second or you're yeah. film loading. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the teens, I mean, they go down to fifth assistant. So wow. <laughs> I'm not too sure completely. There might be actual specific roles yeah. that you go down. Um, but from a like a production overview, I feel like that's how I, that's what I see it as. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they're the main people you need to contact for sure um, because they're your direct in-house photo assistants who yeah. yeah who will get the who will be looking for um photo assistants for future mm-hmm. jobs so yeah definitely great well that's really helpful and I'm mm. sure that loads of people will find that really valuable oh good good <laughs> um do I'm just, I've got a few like quick questions that I go through yeah. with everyone so I'm gonna ask those now um what's your mm-hmm. favorite camera oh well I own a 5d mark three mm-hmm. um and I do love that camera, but when I was at uni, I always shoot, uh, shot on the Canon 6D. Oh, yeah. and I just love that camera, but I also, oh my gosh, I absolutely love the Hasselblad oh. 500C film camera. Wow. Oh, that camera is just the dream. If I didn't have, if I had unlimited money, that <laughs> camera, I'd honestly shoot on it all the time, but the film is so expensive in London. But yeah, that that camera is so nice whenever I was at uni yeah I just shot on that Hasselblad as much as I could to try and um yeah to try and just use it whilst I knew I wouldn't be able to probably afford it whilst in London yeah yeah, so do you still shoot much film or not at all um I haven't for about a year not out of choice I haven't really I just haven't kind of I don't know not Mm -hmm. had the time but I've just, yeah, I think it's just been because I've had quite quick turnaround shoots, so I've just not really thought about it. I've just been shooting on my digital, yeah. which is totally fine, but I do love the beauty of film, mm-hmm. especially when I'm on set and they, yeah, a lot of, um, still a lot of big photographers still use yeah. film and I do love the outcome on film. And I think you're a lot more selective on how you shoot, mm-hmm. which I think is good because you know with digital cameras you can shoot up to like a thousand images per shot and you're just like going through it on on bridge and you're like oh no like (laughs) which image am I going to choose whereas I think with film you're just more selective uh, yeah selective and also 
you're picking on how the model actually poses rather yeah. than trialing a thousand different shots that you've saved yeah. on Pinterest. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, we'll try this now. It's like a much more thought through process from yeah, the start. I love, I yeah. think. And then the outcome on film anyway, I just think it's, yeah, it's a beauty, mm. I think. Definitely. What is your favourite software to use? Ooh. At the moment, it's Capture One because I never really, I don't really know much to do we with We weren't Capture taught One. that at uni. It's really no. annoying. <laughs> so annoying because I remember having the lesson briefly, yeah. but not anything to do with how you adjust colours mm. and anything to do in capture one it's just how you link up your camera yeah and that was it and also by the way that is really annoying because it sometimes doesn't link oh it's the most annoying it's, <laughs> a, it's it? a wonderful program but also a really annoying one because like so why annoying. does it constantly lose contact I with the camera i don't know i literally don't know but yeah i'm getting really into that software at the moment because i'm trying to um learn more about it mm-hmm. because i think it can really be a big um plus in like when you're shooting and oh, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that they love the editing side in Capture One and I never Same. really even thought about doing editing in Capture One so yeah I'm loving that software but you know I do love Photoshop I mean obviously yeah. I can't let that one go because I use it all the time mm-hmm. so um yeah both of those are yeah a dream cool and what about your favorite lens Oh, at the moment, I love the 100mm macro. Oh. It's the best lens because um, I'm doing quite a bit of beauty. At yeah, the I was going to say, it's a beauty lens. And, oh, I love it. It's such a nice lens. It's just so crisp and you pick up um, such beautiful detail on mm. the skin. And I just, yeah, it's just a really, really great lens. Um, I haven't got it myself. I rent it out. But yeah. it's, yeah, that one is a beauty, cool. especially for like, yeah close-up it's lovely and what about favorite photographer oh favorite photographer you know I really love um Glenn Lutchford I've always loved his work um and I've I also do love Alistair McLennan Mm -hmm. um they're just two of my favorites I just think they're so great on how they I don't know it's just like I don't know how to even describe them I just love the look of their images and I've loved Glenn's work from his like Gucci campaigns anyway I just think they're really fun and really like really colorful and Mm. lots of patterns going on and so much life is in his images um same with Alistair's um yeah I just love his like really raw um capture on his on his uh, models and mm-hmm. his muses and I just yeah I just love their work at the moment I think it's really really cool cool and what about favorite person to follow on Instagram oh I love <laughs> I don't know whether you follow her but Alexandra Kingo Do no I don't her? oh my gosh she's really great she's like she gives me vibes of um Miles Aldridge you know oh, okay. like when it's like really poppy color yeah um stuff she is just yeah she's something else she's really amazing so innovative um her work is just so fun to look at and also so cool um she collaborates with a set designer Amy Friend all the mm. time and both of them are just like a powerhouse they're just like the work they create is just I love following them both um and it's just such a pleasing um Instagram to look at <laughs> and yeah I don't know I just love her work really okay. really nice cool I'll definitely go and have a look yeah I do what's the favorite shoot you've ever worked on oh um there's two uh the first ever production job 
that I did mm-hmm. PAing um, was the Pirelli calendar. Um, oh wow! Walker, yeah, that was a huge like a, like I just loved it. It mm-hmm. was just the most amazing shoot to be. That part must be of quite it. surreal. Yeah, it was. And like I said before, like I love, I've always loved Tim's work mm-hmm. and it was the first all black um, Pirelli calendar. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was very significant and it was just, yeah, it was just amazing to see. And Ducky Thought, the model, she's just amazing. And the people that we had on set anyway were just incredible mm-hmm. people to look up to, like mm-hmm. RuPaul. Wow. Like it was just, a, it was just one of those kind of, pinch me moments yeah yeah and also being my first PA job it was kind of yeah quite a big deal I love that um but also um this uh, Beyonce US cover yeah oh you were there (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god I didn't know that yeah that's insane yeah it was one of those again we kind of only got told the day before and it was, yeah, it was one of those, again, pinch you moments. I mean, I only saw her like three times, but still. Um, still, yeah. And it was with Tyler Mitchell and I love Tyler Mitchell. I think he's incredible. Um, his work is yeah, he's so really inspi- inspirational. Yeah. Um, so to have both of them there, it, yeah, it was just a crazy, yeah, amazing shoot to be part of. And um, yeah, I think I always look, that one was one of my favorites as well. <laughs> well, that's really, really cool. I think oh. you've given so much valuable information. So oh, thank good. you so much. Where no can problem. everyone stay up to date with you and find you online? Yeah, so I mainly upload on my Instagram, which is charlottegarner underscore X. And then all my work is on my website, which is www.charlottegarner.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I mainly post all my up-to-date stuff on Instagram. So you cool. can find me there, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting to no me. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett. That's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five part free email course. Um, all about pitching. There's an ebook which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself it's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye!